Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. On twelve fifty AM, the fan. We would have started on time, but I forgot my headset in the office. That's that's great. My co-host this week is Bingo Emmons, owner of Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Bingo, what's going on? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing really good. Uh, but I was just going to throw a shout out there to my our lead carpenter, Eric. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually going in to help them today because uh, we're um, we do you know we do a lot of historic. One of the secrets of our company is we do a lot of historic restoration and woodwork and we you know, yep some stuff. And anyways, he's got a really big order of wood came in, which is you know hard to get. You know, big trailer full. So I'm gonna help Eric pick up. But uh, I'm gonna give a shout out too that if anybody's looking to be apprentice uh, and right now is really good time if someone wants to jump on board. We have a kid that just graduated from high school last May. Right, uh, and Eric is working with the carpentry, and he's actually the guy's running his own job, but he's been, you know, he's through that pathways program. He spent a couple summers with us. He's actually running his own job. That's great news for us, but not good for Eric. Eric needs another apprentice again. So, well, let's. So if anybody's looking for a job, you know, especially uh, you know, we're, you know, we, you don't have to have experience. We're willing to train. You know, from everything from reading a ruler to, you know, to you know being safe. Uh, and that's what, you know, I know we got Terry on today to talk about the safety and stuff. And, uh, Terry actually comes to our shop and does uh, seminars for us or, you know, classes, get the certified and stuff. But I just wanted to let, let everybody know, know that if you're looking for a job and Eric, Eric can really use another apprentice. I know we're plastering stucco, but just if somebody's out there just looking for a career, wants to do a ride along for a day to see what we do, um, putting the offer out there. Call creativeconstruction.com. You know, the cool part about that story is the apprentice that Eric had now has moved in and moved up and he's he's doing his own stuff. And so think about that. You you want to get into the ground floor, start to learn about this business, Creative Construction Wisconsin. You want to go do a ride along, find out if this is for you. They'll talk about, you know, talk about money. They'll talk about all that. But come and find out if this is something you want to do. Go to callcreativeconstruction.com and all the information you need. And if you listen to this station, you'll hear their commercials. I love the new commercial that we did. Sam did a good job, Bingo. 
Oh, I, I didn't even know you guys were doing a commercial. I think she says, hey, you're doing a commercial. I said, what are they going to debut Saturday? I said, I can't wait till Saturday. Yeah, that's right. She she was like, hey, my dad, he's he's jumping off the wall. You got to send that to me. I said, you got it. We sent it. And uh, her and Aaron came in, and and Sam is just a delight. Bingo. She just, I always want to know what my kids are like when they can't smell my cologne, right? I'm not in the car with them. I'm not around the corner from them. Um, both Zach and, and Sam, uh, those are the two I know really well. And, and you guys, you and Deb did a great job with them. Yep. Yeah, I take most of the credit. Deb helped a little bit. Yeah, Deb just helped a tad. Yeah. Oh, she must not be listening today because you'd never say oh, that. No, she's, she's here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she's rolling her eyes. In a minute. Hey, hey, you know what's funny? Like, I'll tell my grandsons, hey, if you're nice to me, maybe Papa will buy you a pony one day. That actually might happen with your granddaughter coming up soon. Oh, I know. That's that's not even a that's not even a thought. That's already in the plans. That's already in the plans. Hey, our special guest today. He is the owner of TC Risk Management Services. He's Terry Connell. Terry, how are you? Oh, good. And yourself? I'm doing good. Hey, Terry. Before we get into what we're talking about today, I just want to say thank you for your service. Um, you are a, a veteran of the Navy, and thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. I do. I appreciate you uh, noticing that and recognizing that. Um, it's It's been a great ride. The, the Navy was a great foundation to allow me to do what I'm doing today. So, Terry, how, yeah. long, how long were you in the Navy? I was in just shy of 22 years. So it wasn't like uh, you jumped in and jumped out, man. 22 no. years, good for you, man. Thank you again. <laughs> did you, when did you? And if I can, and I don't mean to to get into that part of your life, but making that decision to join the service, how old were you? Uh, what, seventeen? And it was it was kind of uh, at a time where there was there was really I'm originally from northeastern Wisconsin, uh, up north of Green Bay and Marinette. And at that time, there was nothing going on. Nobody was hiring, and I wasn't—I wasn't going to college. I wasn't one of those kind of, you know, eighteen-year-old was ready to go to college. So, I chose the military, and the Navy seemed to be the best fit. So here I am. Um, and again, it's—it was a great foundation to allow me to do what I do now, um, and I truly, truly enjoy what I do. T- Terry, how much, um, how much of what you learned? Um, in the Navy, do, do you still, I mean, habits become habits, right? And and I'm yeah. wondering, do, do you carry a lot of that um, discipline over to what you're doing now with TC Risk Management? Oh, definitely, definitely. All of those basic, because um, we are a you know, safety and training and consulting company, and, and number one, the Navy sent me to instructor school, so I, I am able to train um, effectively. And just all the other safety practices that were taught in the Navy that we in the in, in the military, and I'll just say that as a whole, that we take for granted. Um, one thing I noticed when I when I first started consulting almost 20 years ago was that what we took for granted, most companies don't even have in place. So um, yeah, definitely, and I, and I still use my Navy experience every day. Um, in all of my day-to-day activities that I do, uh, the, just the, the you know the self-discipline, the the uh, military bearing, and just the knowledge that I you know just picked up while I was in the Navy. And the Navy sent me to, to a lot of good schools too, so that helped. 
So TC Risk Management uh, Services, you can check them out. And we'll continue to talk about this website because all the information you need uh, from them is on this website. It's tcrisk.com. So tcrisk, one word, dot com. Hey, bingo, um, Terry comes over and, and does some things for you at Creative Construction Wisconsin, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he actually, he actually uh, well, you know, I had some OSHA heat for a while, and then uh, we ran into Terry, and then uh, he just he just took care of it. Just uh, He wrote us an extensive, extensive safety plan. And then uh, we just had a scaffolding thing we did probably like last month, and uh, I, I didn't really put that together there. But, yeah, he had everybody's full intention. He, but you know what Terry did? He didn't just bring it in and just teach a class himself. He brought in an old-time plaster from Chicago that was up against the with the unions and, and safety and things. And uh, he told us a bunch of stuff that I've been doing this for, you know, uh, I've been president for 30 some, almost 40 years. Uh, he taught, he went and taught us some stuff that I didn't even know. Like, you know, uh, like I was sitting next to Terry the whole time and I'm like, man, I didn't know that. <laughs> man. Some and so that, but what I was like about it, it, it's a lot of people, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this later. So those people don't realize that what happens if somebody works on your house and falls off, um, you know, um, uh, there's those things that do is that the owners get sued on these things. So it's very, it's very, it's very safe. We're, uh, you know, we're safety first. You know, we love, we love our, we love our employees or like family. Um, you know, we want to make sure everybody's safe. But when, when, uh, when Terry comes like this, I didn't, I didn't put that whole Navy thing together, but, uh, he's got the full tenter for five hours and it's yeah. really, they're not talking and not making fun of them. They're just, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Cause yep. you know why? Cause guy, you're okay. You've, Cause your boys don't want him to tell them to get, you know, give me twenty push-ups. That's why they they're not taking that. They don't want to do that with Terry, so they're paying attention, taking notes the way they're supposed to. Right. Hey, hey, Terry. This um, we just ended, and and it's a good, perfect timing to have you on. Um, but OSHA, it was their national safety stand down to prevent falls in construction week, and from May second to the sixth, and. You know, I didn't know what that was, and I've done some research this morning, and and the the whole idea on this thing, you know, what is a safety stand down, and basically it's a voluntary event for employees to talk directly to employees about safety, and it gives it gives companies an opportunity to to take a breath, right, and say, okay, guys, let's revisit this. This is the week we have to revisit what this is and and why we do this and how we can continue to keep you guys safe and keep our clients safe correct yeah and um they they hold it this time of year uh strategically because this is essentially up here in the midwest this is we are at the beginning of what we call the you know the kickoff of the construction season whereas i have several of my construction clients they call it the summer slam because this is when you know a lot of the um, uh, schoolwork gets done and this kind of stuff, and we're we're pushed for time, and uh, so it's tr- strategically held this time of year to kind of kick off the construction season, and we also do this for other customers as well. We go in usually on a Saturday and go in and do a, a safety stand down, so they meet all the requirements. And not only is this the right thing to do, but there is a training requirement uh, by OSHA to do. Uh, formalized fall protection training if you do in fact have the exposure so um, this is just a good time to get it done Um, you know unfortunately you know there's too many people that die from falls in construction every year 
And unfortunately, uh, residential construction leads that way. Um, as far as, um, you know, falls and fatalities. So, you know, there are other things that, you know, and I know oftentimes the employer will say, well, you know, I, I, I can't do that, Terry. It just it costs too much money. But what does the cost of an injury, you know, you got to look at safety and this training and fall protection in particular, because that's our main topic of today. You, you got to look at it as an investment and not a, not a, um, you know, one of those things that, oh, I got to do it. Right. As, as Bingo as Bingo just demonstrated, you know, we did their uh, formalized scaffolding training. So now all their people are competent person uh, in scaffolds and uh, bringing uh, my partner, Bob Schneider, in, who's, as, as Bingo described, been doing this for oh, longer than I can count. He was my mentor 20 years ago. And um, making sure that they understand the training. And that's always our goal. Uh, I don't like getting the phone call. Uh, we had one last year where a roofer fell 23 feet through a roof. Had all the equipment. Um, he was wearing the ABCs of fall protection, so he had his anchor, he had his connector, his body harness, and his connector. So that's the ABCs, but it wasn't set up properly, um, and he fell 23 feet. Now, luckily, I mean, he survived, but still, um, had he had his fall protection set up correctly, he would be he'd be okay today but he ended up with a broken leg and something with his elbow um it wasn't my customer um i was working for the uh general contractor at the time so needless to say these injuries happen and they happen every day hey can i ask bingo before we get to a break and i don't want to bring up any you know it's any any bad memories but have you looked at this stuff differently since since the accident you had a few years ago Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, mine was 15 feet, 3 inches. Yeah, I know exactly what it was. I don't remember it, though. I really have no memory of it. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of therapies, a lot of things like that. And, um, and uh, like Jerry says, it, it's not the expense of, uh, you know, it's not that people say you don't do the fall protection. Just stuff. I, I see a lot of my friend contractors, you know, especially, you know, I've won other organizations that, you know, you know about, point them up specifically. But you look at them, you talk to them on the jobs, and they act like, yeah, that's only for guys that work in commercial. And they actually believe that, you know. And then when they do get hit by something, they're like, oh, why, why does it happen to me? But, uh, yes, I, what I learned is I learned that it can happen to anybody, right? Even, even anybody. And the expense of replacing that worker, uh, the expense of a worker that's injured, is just so excruciating. But that's not what we do it. Everybody is in our in our company like a family does. I don't want to see any of these people get hurt. Well, that's why I brought, you know, like Terry said, we've got, you know, I can show you a picture, but, you know, we brought almost everybody in. I mean, and uh, to these, because, you know, not just for scaffold building, but for competent scaffolding building. So every single person has the knowledge to do it properly. And, you know, people criticize, well, that's going to take you an extra two hours every job. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, so I endorse it. And we endorse it, uh, the whole hard hat. You know, a lot of people, I get a lot of criticism about our company because my guys are wearing their safety green vests or safety green shirts or I have hard hats on, on a residential job. And they say, why do you guys do that? Because it's required by law and it's for their own safety. OSHA does, OSHA makes some rules and some rules are, you know, we can always argue about the technicality of specific rules, but their actual job is to make sure that we're safe. And I know it costs more and customers, you know, we cost more because we do follow the safety rules. 
or uh, what's was nice about using a guy like Terry and a couple like this is he can help explain it. There's a lot of words in these OSHA laws. Terry can explain it a lot easier than than I, we can by just reading it ourselves. Yeah, what well, we're going to get to a break. And Terry, if if it's okay with you, what I want to do is just kind of go through the ABCs of what the fall protection is and and understand though. This last week, it was OSHA's kind of their, their national prevention, uh, fall prevention week. That doesn't mean that, that as a company, big or small, that, that you can't and, and, and shouldn't look more into this. And we're going to start to get kind of the ABCs of what this is. And if you guys haven't done it or you want to get more information once the show is over, tcrisk.com. Terry Connell will come out and explain it to you. We'll uh, pick up the phone and explain it to you. But we'll get more what this is and, and what you guys should be doing uh, here in the near future. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction, Wisconsin, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host this week is Bingo Emmons, owner of Creative Construction, Wisconsin. Go to callcreativeconstruction.com. Our special guest, Terry Connell. He is the owner of TC Risk Management, uh, tcrisk.com. Hey, uh, Terry, let's start this segment with kind of what uh, the ABCs of, of fall prevention, fall protection, and what companies should be looking to uh, talk to their employees about. So the ABCs, and this is what I was taught uh, several, way, several, several years ago, you know, just to kind of remember fall protection. And we do a lot of work with uh, wind towers, communication towers as well. So fall protection obviously is most important. Um, so the ABCs of fall protection, and that's what you got to think is, is A, I have to be tied off to something or an anchor. So what am I tied off to? And, and I will tell you that this is probably the biggest question I get from um, all contractors. It, it doesn't matter whether it's residential or commercial is, well, where do we tie off? Where is our anchor point at A? And then sometimes you have to be um, – you, you got to be a little creative to figure out what's going to work, but just understand that that anchor has to be um, structural. And if you, you know, if there are anybody out there trying to figure out what what can we do for you know an anchorage system, just uh, again get a hold of me and uh, we can show you some options that 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 excuse for not having a place or an anchor to tie off to is getting less and less and less as the you know the technology gets better. So. Along with that, to continue on with our ABCs, the B is for the body harness. And this is another one I get. Well, well Terry, the, the, the body harnesses, they just cost too much. And realistically, you can get a basic, basic ANSI, so American National Standards Institute, in other words, an approved harness for right around $40. And they go all the way up to you know $1,600, just depending on what you're using the harness for. And I always tell companies, pick a body harness that's going to work for your company's particular exposure, fall exposure, and what you need. You don't have to get, you know, overly expensive. It just it's just got to provide that basic function of arresting the fall uh, if someone were to fall off the roof. 
And then the last place, the last piece is the C, the connector, um, commonly referred to as a lanyard. Um, but this is what connects the body harness to the anchor. And as I tell companies, the standard six-foot lanyard is, is the most common. Um, but understand that that six-foot lanyard is going to expand to roughly 10 feet uh, with the shock absorber device in it to slow down the fall when you do fall. So you have to, um, as part of this ABCs, there's two things you need to consist, consider. Is, is Number one, you got to plan for fall protection. In other words, will this connector stop me before I hit the ground? And the other thing you got to think about is capacity. In other words, is my anchor effective enough? Will my anchor stop based on you know my weight how many tools i got in my hands because everything is based off of a uh based off of a pretty much off of a um 180 pound guy with his tools is was where all of these numbers are based off of now we understand we have people that are more than 180 pounds well that's where you got to start thinking and make sure that the harness that you have meets that capacity so the abc's of fall protection is that anchor what are we tying off to that body harness that's what we're going to be wearing in the connector which puts those two together and when you are working those are the things that you have to consider the anchor always seems especially in residential always seems to be the difficult part um I was just doing some research the other day, and I uh, found some very, very innovative anchors that they have now for residential construction that doesn't mar the roof, uh, doesn't hurt the, the homeowner's roof, so you're not creating more work. Um, they are out there, but as Bingo said, you know, one of the things that they always got to consider is we've got to consider time. It's going to take extra time, but um, my research has found that if you are practicing the ABCs of fall protection, once you get it established, it actually, you don't lose any time in your production because the workers have a sense of security when they're working on the roof. Hey, hey, Terry, I just got a text uh, from a buddy of mine, and he asked if I would ask this question. Um, my company is a small company with just a few employees. Um, can and should we still participate in, in something like this? Yes. Um, and I'm, I've got the screen up on my, because one of the things that cause I, I want to talk about is uh, my primary reason for joining NARI, uh, the National Association for the Remodeling Industry, is to help out the small residential contractor. Um, I, I, did a, uh, I did work for OSHA for about a year, and there is a national emphasis on small contractors, um, and I, I got this page pulled up here, and it says percentages of total per inspections by establishment size. So, in other words, how many inspections did OSHA do based on establishment size? And 68% of them are establishments with one to nine employees. So even a small company needs to have some form of a safety provision or a safety process in place. And... Um, there is no, as far as uh, TC Risk, there is no company that's too small. I think the smallest company I have has like six employees. Um, so it's it's not the smallest inspection. It's not the smallest company. And um, just give us a holler, and then we can figure out what's going to work for your particular company. And that's where we make our, that's where, you know, it's kind of our bread and butter. It's helping these small companies out because they, they can't afford a full-time safety person. There's no way. Um, but they still have to comply. And uh, no matter the company size, yes, you, you need to engage in fall protection. As Bingo said earlier, which I thought was kind of interesting that he brought that up, is 
a lot of residential contractors think that there is an exemption because we're, you know, none of that stuff pertains to us because we're residential. Um, the residential, I don't want to say exemption, but there was a uh, residential standard um, where they didn't have to, residential contractors didn't have to wear fall protection um, as long as the, the, the lowest point was 25 feet, um, less than 25 feet. But that went away back in 2012. So I just want to make sure we set the record straight. In 2012, the residential exception for fall protection, uh, OSHA um, got rid of it. So it's, it's that six feet above a lower surface that you need to have a means of fall protection. As part of that ABCs, you need to have that means of fall protection. Well, that's uh, that really good uh, good information. I think for people that um, may not may not pay obviously as much attention to this as 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 you do, and you know you've got to stay on top of this obviously to to uh, to know what is going on and and why and stuff like that. Um, is it is it um, mandatory for companies to do, to do this on a yearly basis? It's not a, as far as training. No, it's not a it's not a mandatory um, retraining requirement in fall protection. I wish OSHA would put a um, a retraining requirement. You know, a time. Um, there is no mandatory. You know, you should do a annual. You know, refresher training on fall protection. But the other hand is is that OSHA, when they come out and do an inspection, is they will ask if your people have been trained in fall protection, and when OSHA asks the worker, obviously the the, the worker's nervous already um, because he's got this federal inspector in front of him, and he'll he'll ask him or she'll ask, you know, are you have you been trained in fall protection? And the and the um, and the employer, I mean the employee, he'll, he'll stutter, he'll stammer, he'll look around, and it's because it's been that long since he's been trained. Oh. And at that point there, OSHA will say that your training is not effective and that your employees need to be retrained. But if the training was effective or if they had been recently trained, then they're going to remember. And they're going to say, well, yeah, we had, oh, yeah, the guy came on. He talked stories the whole time. And I'm referring to Bob Schneider, as we just did with uh, creative construction, the scaffolding training. That's what they're going to remember. And then when OSHA asks the questions, it's an answer. And I always recommended a yearly um refresher training on fall protection doesn't need to be a you know an eight-hour class doesn't need to be a five-hour class um there are companies that will that that do a three-day class or five-day class the time the length of the class doesn't matter it's the content of the class and as long as the content matches what the company's what the company needs it may only need to be an hour you know but it's just a fact of Putting that back in there, and that's the whole purpose of the stand down. Let's put that, you know, fall exposures, fall protection on the front of the brain again. So we're thinking about this when we start working, when the actual work hits. And I, as I said before, up here in the Midwest, it's going to hit here really quick as soon as, if it ever stops raining, um, it's going to get busy. And people are going to get hurt, unfortunately. And had they received some sort of training, they could at least recollect or you know recall that oh yeah I'm, I'm supposed to okay what is my connector what is my anchor do i have my harness on and these are the things you got to think about he is terry Connolly. he's the owner of T- tc risk management services 
Go to tcrisk.com. Hey, Terry, on the other side of the break, I'm on the OSHA website, and they have suggestions to prepare for successful stand-down. And there's some really good stuff in here that I want to talk to you a little bit about on the other side of the break. My co-host this week, the owner of uh, Creative Construction Wisconsin, he's Bingo Emmons, and we'll get back with Terry Connell, TC Risk Management Services, on the other side of the break. This is the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. And as always, powered by our friends at Current Electric, home of the superhero. Only on 1250 AM, the fan I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host Bingo Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Bingo, we've only had two segments with Terry, but I know now why you talk so highly of him. Yep, and you got to keep our guy safe. And, uh, yeah, he's a he's a great guy because I mean he individually developed a safety plan. It's just a, it's not a standard stamp it out plan. He had designed it specifically for our company because we're a specialty company. Uh, you know, we we do different things that and even our scaffolding is is designed. We're 18 inches away from the wall. Everybody else has to be 12 inches away from the wall. It's all different things. It's specifically designed for us. So yeah, he's great. Hey T- Terry, um, on the OSHA website, it talks about. Suggestions to prepare for successful stand-down. And if you're just joining us, we are talking with Terry Connell. He's the owner of TC Risk Management Services. And if you're, you are a small company, a large company, um, I, we OSHA wants you to be part of uh, the national safety stand-down to prevent falls in construction. And as Terry talked about that first segment, this time of year for the state of Wisconsin is the perfect time for your companies to, to have this conversation with your employees. And look, it doesn't have to be a, a, a day where you're going to be in the office for the whole day. It can be during your lunchtime or it can be during a lunch break, depending on how much time you want to put into it. But understand the importance of this. One of the things that OSHA um, consider, asks you as you're doing this, consider reviewing your fall prevention program. You know, you talk about falls from ladders, falls from roofs, Falls from scaffolding, fall uh, falls uh, when you fall down stairs. There's a number of things that they want you to talk a little bit about. What happens when these types of falls happen? And I think it's important that if for a company Terry that hasn't ever done this before, that they 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 either call you, go on your website, or look on the OSHA website, get kind of prepared, and then call you with questions. Correct? That'd be a good way to do it. So that way, there you know. They at least have done a little bit of homework and some background. And, and I will tell you, OSHA, um, our friends over there at the federal government, uh, one of the things that they do very, very well is they they keep their OSHA websites um, current and up to date. And there are so many training, um, you know, resources on the site, as you had mentioned. And the other thing, too, that people need to understand, that I, and I realize a lot of our workers are not of English-speaking. A lot of them are Hispanic workers. And they have a lot of Spanish-language um, materials that they can also download and use. And several of them are videos or handouts. 
or whatever else, but just to so that way they're you know we're communicating in the the language that they understand. So basically, what you're saying, yeah, have a little preparation, um, and then we can have a conversation. And, and as I always tell people, phone calls are free, so it's not going to cost you nothing. Um, let's figure out what you got. What is your fall exposure, and then we can put together not necessarily a, a plan, but a fall prevention process within the company um, to ensure that this doesn't happen. Uh, do a little homework ahead of time. Yes, always is, is, a, is a, it helps us out a lot and moves the process along a little bit faster. Um, and I said, as you mentioned, the OSHA website is a fantastic place to find. There's a, there are other, other sites out there, but I mean, you know, everybody wants to know to make sure I'm compliant with the law. Um, the OSHA website does offer a lot of resources to help these small contractors out. You it, just got to take the time to look at them. It really does. And all I did was I Googled National Safety Stand Down 2022, and it brought me right to the OSHA website. And there is, look, there is so much information here. We could do about a four hour show, Terry, and I don't think we could get through all of it. And so I think no. that's really important. And and for for again for companies that maybe not have you have not done this before, or if you're in the position of a company that you haven't been the the, the point person for this, there's there is a, a number of resources there for you. And one that I thought was interesting, where it says, "How do I conduct a safety stand down?" And understand when we talk about this, this the, you're not asking; they're not asking you to take a full day or a half a day. In fact. The answer to that says companies can conduct a safety stand down by taking a break to have a toolbox talk or another safety activity to, to have these conversations to talk about hazards and protective methods and the company's safety policies, goals and expectations. And Terry, I, I might be wrong, but if I'm working for a company that's willing to say, hey, look, we're going to take a half hour off today from having you guys work, and we're going to come together, we'll have sandwiches, and but we want to talk about you guys being safe. I, I would feel better about that company I'm working for. Well, it is, and then, and it comes, and then on the other side, if, if when it comes to hiring a contractor, and, and uh, Bingo mentioned that too, is, is that myself as a homeowner hiring a, a contractor to come do work on my house, I would rather pay a little bit more for a company that's doing the right thing than going for simply for price because uh, if a worker gets hurt, obviously that's going to stop the process of the project. So it's, it could, it, you know, obviously could extend the, the, the lifetime of this project when, you know, we expect it to be done as a homeowner, we expect it to be done as soon as possible. So I'm one of those that I'm willing to pay a little bit more for, a, a safe company to make sure that their workers are trained, in fact, trained, and that they are using the protection. Uh, as I said before, and, and I hear this all the time, people say, well, you know, I don't have time to train. And you mentioned a, a toolbox talk, um, just a, a quick stand down during a break or after, you know, during lunch and just asking some basic questions about fall protection um, to keep these guys, you know, to keep the workers in, engaged in safety. And we always recommend weekly toolbox talks. Uh, toolbox talks can be done uh, anytime during the week. We always recommend we start off Monday morning with a toolbox talk uh, on safety and obviously pertinent for, you know, the time of the year and the subject uh, for what we're doing. But this way here, we start off the week with safety in mind, you know, start off Monday morning. We're turning off our, our weekend brain and putting it onto the work brain on Monday morning. And a, a toolbox talk is a great way um, to start off your week with safety. 
I always find it a good um, I always find it a good way to start the week off. And again, you're 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 meeting that requirement to that you're providing training for your guys. And if you don't want to do it all at once. You can do it weekly by using that toolbox talk as a great tool. Hey, Terry, we've talked a lot about about this for the first three segments. And if it's okay with you, I'd like in our last segment to really kind of dig in to TC Risk Management Services because this isn't the only thing you guys do. There's a there there's so much that you guys offer. And I'd like to take that last segment and talk a little bit more about your company and some of the things that you offer to our companies here in, in southeast Wisconsin. If that's that's okay with you. No, that's fine. Hey, Bingo, before we get to a break, um, a couple months ago, or maybe even longer, I had Joe from 5x5 Five Five Home Inspection. We had him on this show. And um, he really good guest and a great guy. And my son, Matthew, um, had said, Dad, we're, we're, uh, we wanted to get some, have somebody come out and take a look at our house, what we have to get done to get up to code um, in case we ever think about selling it. And Joe did a great job. My son, Matthew, big fan of Joe's, and he was at their house for a while. And my grandson, Liam, was, uh, was there. And now since Joe was at my, my son's house, Matthew sends me pictures. Um, young Liam thinks he's, he's fixing the house now. He's the guy going around the house and making the home improvements on their home. And uh, it's really funny to me. And I know uh, Liam's in the car right now listening. Um, Liam, I hope you have a good day, young man. And uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to see you soon. It's just funny to me, Bingo, that all of a sudden Liam now has got his uh, tool belt on and he's fixing the house for my son Matthew and my daughter-in-law, Kiara. Okay, well, now if he's, out, if he's walking around the house now, he's listening to Terry. He'll walk around the ruler. With, uh, he, he's about six foot. He'll put his harness on. He'll start measuring now. Hey, man, he's, he's going to be three years old uh, here in a couple of weeks, and I'll I'll be a little late, but I'll be at his birthday party singing him happy birthday. And and uh, he's uh, who knows? He's either going to be a professional basketball player or he's going to be in home improvement. So that's what we're thinking at this point. So... Liam, have a great day. This is the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Man, we are going disco. This is Black Box. I picked this bumper song. I was thin and good looking back then. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show. Built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero. Terry, you used to dance to that song, didn't you? Yeah, not well, it's about my time. Yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you <laughs> Navy boys, if you have any rhythm or not. He is Terry Connell, owner, TC Risk Management Services. And my special, or well, my co-host is Bingo Emmons. I know he's got rhythm. Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Hey, Terry, let's talk about what you guys offer companies. And, and I don't want to ask you for an elevator pitch, but if somebody walks up to you and says, hey, look, I, I own this small company and, and this is what we do. Tell me what TC Risk Management Services does. Well, the first thing we do is, is we find out what they do and then we find out what they, you know, no matter the size of the company, and this is the um, the part that, again, this is the reason why I, I 
try to help so much with the, the small residential contractors is because no matter the size of the company, you have to have a safety program, some form of a safety program in place um, just to meet OSHA's minimum requirements. And then on the other side of the coin is, is that insurance is going to require this as well. Most insurance carriers uh, require this as well, is you've got to have formal written policies in place. So what we do is we see what you got in place. Uh, we don't believe in recreating the wheel unless we absolutely have to, but unfortunately, most of the time we do. Um, and then we get a, a formal policy in place that matches what you guys do. And then we hone it down as, as the relationship goes. And then once we get a, a formal policy in place, then we start the training because you can't you, you, you can't hold a, an employee accountable if they've never been trained. So then we do the training. And again, as you said, as we said in the last segment, the training doesn't have to be a long, dragged-out process, and it could be one of those we, we, we touch on points throughout the year or whatever else. And then the last piece that we do is we go out and we do the site audits to make sure that the policy is effective and that the training was, in fact, effective and that they're using what they were trained on. And that's the, the basic process that we do, you know, from that 50,000-foot view. But the first thing it does is we, we have to find out, you know, exactly what is your exposure and then determine what you need, um, you know, in place as far as safety programs and policies. And, we, you know, and then we get to these, and I, I, I get these phone calls a lot, and pictures are great, you know, I'll get a phone call from a client, so Terry, what do we do in this situation? Send me a picture, and then we can discuss it oftentimes just over the phone. Okay, this is what you're going to need as far as it, it's always. I, I will tell you, it's probably 70% uh, of the time it's it's fall protection. Terry, where do I sign out? Where do I tie off on this roof? And contractors need to understand that there are anchors out there that are portable anchors for residential, um, portable anchors for construction, you know, in other words, flat roofs. Um, so that excuse of not having something to tie off on is getting less and less. But that's basically where it all starts. You know, Terry, it's interesting because you're, look, your company and what you guys do is, is not the sexy bells and whistles kind of thing, but it's so necessary. And for, for companies that go, you will get to that next year. You know, we're, we're a two-year company. We've only been around two years. We, want, we, we need to buy two new vans, and we're going to put new whatever um, in, in our office space. We're going to get a couple new couches so when we have uh, potential clients come in, it looks better. And if they put this off... I, I, look, you, you might as well go to Vegas and, and roll dice on it, right? Basically, that's what they're doing. Um, and, and that's exactly it, is they are rolling the dice because the in the construction industry, and it doesn't matter what the construction industry is, it is a dangerous business. Uh, unfortunately, we, we lose about 1,000 construction workers every year on the job, and probably about 60 to 70% of those fatalities in construction are do two falls and the way i always this is the question i always ask when i'm talking you know when i get that when i get that response with terry we, we just don't have the time we don't have the money for it and i always find it interesting when they call me up three six maybe even a year later and say hey terry um osha's on our site or or terry we we, we had an accident and i find it interesting that they have the time and money then but unfortunately we're doing it after the incident or after the inspection so now they're going to end up paying more because they still got to pay for the injury they still got to pay for the any osha citations that come out whereas if we had done this in the, in the 
and beforehand, or as we call it, you know, the pre-inspection, the pre-loss, none of, neither of these probably would not have happened. And if they would have happened, um, the outcome wouldn't be as bad. Hey, t- you know what's funny, Terry, is in, in your pri- prior life, 22 years in the Navy, you, you were trained for every situation, right? You're, you're, you are trained for every situation. Well, when, when look, in, as a company that maybe has not reached out to you guys yet, um, I think it's important for you to go on the website and do what I did this morning. Uh, go to the gallery page. So it's tcrisk.com, tcrisk, one word, dot com. Go to the gallery page and take a look at kind of the subcategories uh, that you can look at construction sites or electrical safety gallery or fire protection, first aid and CPR training courses, OSHA safety training. Click on a couple of those, machine guarding, to get an idea if if you should be contacting Terry to make sure that you guys are are you know are, are taking care of what you have to do before any of these problems happen, you want to make sure that that you're prepared for it the way you know Terry for 22 years was prepared for for every situation imaginable uh, being in the Navy and now he's trying to take that servant leadership part that he learned in that world and bring it over into this world. TCRisk.com is where you're going to want to go and set up an appointment, set up a phone call with Terry and talk about your company, what you guys do, and ask him, is this something that we should be talking about with a company like this? I think it's important. Terry, this has been great. Hey, bingo, when uh, when Terry comes out, it, it does not surprise me that your entire staff, you know, takes uh, good notice, listens, and uh takes good notes as he's talking yeah eric i mean uh, eric, uh, terry's a great uh, he's a he's great he's a big part of the team i know it's for other companies but we consider part of the team i know that uh, i know that my wife has them on, on her cell phone because uh, if we have an issue or something or a question uh, he calls because uh you know, everything that we do we also do it up you know we do the weekly tool talks uh you know we you know we do a, it's not just a tool talk we actually have a, a weekly tail talk this is designed by terry you actually have a sign-off sheet that you that participated and then give them a handout. Same thing with our uh, – we do daily job inspections. Every project manager goes to does a daily job inspection. You write down, even if there's nothing wrong, you still have to record it. You got to write down what was wrong and what you did to correct it. And it's all thanks to Terry for putting this uh, part of company in. I'm, a, I'm very calm. If OSHA shows up, I'm not worried. I'm really not worried. Yeah, you're- and, and, Eric, and Terry says if OSHA does show up, Give us, he gave us the cell phone, so we just call him directly, and he said he will take care of it. Man, Terry, you know what? That's called a mic drop in my business. When you have when you have a client who just says what Bingo said, and I say this in the commercial I did with Sam, I think, you know, this is um, look, it's just it, when he says you're part of the team, when you're part of his team, I think that's really important, guys. We got to get uh, we got to get out. Terry Connell, thank you so much. It's really good to meet you. TC Risk. Have a great weekend. You too as well. Thanks for the time and thanks for the opportunity, Bingo. Just uh, appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey, Bingo, have a good weekend. Uh, Say, uh, go work with Eric and get all that wood taken care of. Yeah, Eric, I'm on my way. Uh, He's going to stop and buy me breakfast before Eric. He'll be there in an hour. This is the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction Wisconsin, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan.